0: So when I think of it in these very simple terms, we're going to God, yes, because so, usually there's some sort of hole that we're looking to fill. There's a need. We need met. But when we go there, it's church, and it should be about God. But in ICOC, it becomes about the people and the expectations and the religious, the religious doctrine of ICOC, the doing and not the being.
1: Welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Cousin Eddie. And together, we're going to explore what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. For more info on the Reclamation Podcast, find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Aldo B. Martin.
0: 40 different types of loss. Well, there are the physical losses that we're aware of through death. Uh, death and divorce are kind of the main ones that people think of if they're going to use that strange word called grief. Um, but there are huge losses that we endure. Really, if we remember that grief is just the energy that bubbles up inside of us after a big change. So change is, um, you know, moves. Like I said, I'd move 16 times by the time I was 14. Change all the time. Uh Losing our friends, you know, it's a loss of friends. A loss of okay, so he gets going to some losses, losses of comfort, loss of safety, huge abuse, loss of safety. I had so it was really difficult for me to place my heart into ICOC in the first place because of that safety issue that I had. Loss of trust. I mean, that happens, you know, if our our first romantic relationship they they break up with us and or. Find someone new, you know, that's a huge loss of trust a lot of times, loss of safety, loss of love. You know, my that was part of my father. Even though we were estranged, he was, I don't know, in my heart and mind, I just thought parents love you and they stick around. I don't know, just my own kind of belief system there. And he didn't. So loss of safety, loss of trust, loss of acceptance through bullying or just not feeling good enough, whatever experiences we've had. So. it can be those types of things too—not the physical losses of a pet, miscarriage, huge loss of hope, loss of dreams, loss of expectations. These are the other types of losses. Yeah,
1: you know, you're saying all these things, and these are all things that people experience. I just didn't have an idea or a clue that they can result in grief, right? Yeah. And um, and and I'm I'm wondering how many how many of us are carrying these things around without really without really knowing it right yeah do you do you think that people leaving the church that can be a type of loss as well
0: one million percent yes i was unique I i was doing all my work my personal work for different grief events for a couple of years before i left but, I mean, leaving the church is what? Losing everything you're familiar with. And I've heard other guests on your show talk about if you leave the church, you lose every relationship. I lost every relationship, every relationship from the church. Except for one, because she left at the exact same time, but not with me, just at the exact same time. Um, actually, there are, I will say a couple. You lose every relationship, so we lose friendship. We lose safety. We, we lose what we thought was our family. We, the comfortable surroundings of people who maybe think or feel similarly to you as far as putting your heart out there and, and working for a, a common good. It's a huge change.
1: You're I, I out get in that. The
0: world <laughs> Trying to figure it out on your own now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a daunting task. I, I remember being there it's for huge. sure. So yeah. now let's talk about grief recovery is focused action work. What does that look like?
0: Yeah, that's great. So it's a, it's a step-by-step action plan. Very specific, very precise set of action plans. Um, so when people come to the class, they're, they're specialists all over the world. The classes are done in an eight-week format. I teach them in a two-day format. Um, only a handful of people do those two-day formats. But it's very specific. Okay, when you come to class one, we're going to do this. And when you come to class two, we're going to do this. And I, the neat thing is I'm teaching people step-by-step step what to do, but then they get to use those tools for the rest of their life. Because leaving ICOC is not their last loss. They're going to have other ones. Their partner, they're going to get into an argument. Mm-hmm. and. I don't know, we carry energy, I carry energy from those types of things. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe they have a miscarriage, maybe their child, I have a teen right now, he's 17, and the last few years have been hell on earth. And I don't know if I've been able to, if I would have been able to stick through it, unless I had these tools to help my energy come back down right away, you know, and then get back in the game. I think in some ways, I'm a, I'm a runner. I, the energy can be so much and so heavy. So, because it's so specific, yeah. You know, step one, I'm going to get out of paper and I'm going to do this, and then step two, I'm going to do this. And it's so practical. So it's for it's for anyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like it's beneficial in 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 more areas than one, and it doesn't necessarily have to be just when somebody is feeling sad. Because when I think of the word grief, I think of sadness and. And and grief doesn't always appear in sadness. That's what it seems like, right? No. Right?
0: Not at all. I could be happy and smiling. In fact, when I went to class for myself, uh, I remember someone telling me, what do you need that class for? You're like the happiest person I know. <laughs> huh, I was a good actress. So good. That's all I knew.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, so the the class, even even our relationship with God, we can do work on that too because how often aldo have you seen people or heard from people who the there's a, there's a there's some kind of blend that ends up happening where the people who were with learning about God kind of becomes our relationship with God too and we need to learn how to separate them so can, when can we, you
1: can you repeat that
0: yeah so for example in ICOC, people who have really difficult experiences, it's not uncommon. When they're not feeling heard, they're not feeling loved, it's not uncommon for them to say, I don't want anything to do with God. And it's really a result of the people and their interactions with the people and the misrepresentation by the people. Yeah. So it's a, it's a huge deal. In fact, uh, one more thing, grief, that word that seems weird substitute it for the word stress or the substitute it for the word anxiety or depression those are all just newer words to describe grief the old og word so if you think about it in those terms it's a lot easier to find where that emotional energy can be hiding
1: that's well said that's 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 well said you know um not really realizing that those all that all those things are interconnected somehow
0: yeah yeah. I got
1: I got a couple more questions for you.
0: Of course, and, go for and
1: it. And I'd I'd love to, to, to hear your take on this. Because <clears throat> the intro to the program, um, I believe the intro is uh uh where we discuss what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. <laughs> and there are some people that feel very strongly Using that word to describe this group. Yeah. And then there's some people that feel that it is not accurate to use the word to describe the group. And then you got some people that are somewhere in the middle, right? Um, on different, different parts of the spectrum, the continuum or whatever. Yeah. Where, where are you with that? What what do you, what do you say Mm. to those that call it a cult? And what do you say to those that do not call it a cult?
0: Great question. Well, it's an individual thing. It's where I see how I evolved. I started off not using the word cult because I didn't want to be seen as one of those bitter people. Again, no, I'm not better. I'm going to keep my energy low and I did all my work so that I could be heard. And I knew if I started using these kind of harsh words, I wouldn't be heard. I was still trying to help people. I'm always trying to help people, love them been trying to do that since fifth grade. So I started off, no, I'm not going to use that word, but you ask everyone this question. So I was prepared and I thought about it. Um, I grew, I did grow into it because after making sure I was doing all my work, it wasn't coming out of bitterness. I wanted to learn and investigate and really Really chew on what does this word "cult" mean? So where do I go? The fancy dictionary. I just go to the dictionary. I don't try to get too crazy about this. So here's here's what I got. So a cult is a misplaced or excessive admiration for a person or a thing, a misplaced or a system of religious uh, religious great uh, just for great respect or devotion to a particular object or, or a thing. So when I think of it in these very simple terms, we're going to God, yes, because so, usually there's some sort of hole that we're looking to fill. There's a need. We need met. But when we go there, it's church, and it should be about God. But in ICOC, it becomes about the people and the expectations and the religious the religious doctrine of ICOC, the doing and not the being. And it takes our eyes off of God. In fact, I can think of sermons. I used to write sermons so well it might as well have been recorded. I could write my notes so good, and I still have. Oh, oh,
1: hold up, time out. Wait, 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 wait. I I, that was another trigger for me. Hold up, hold hold up. Here's the trigger sound. (laughs) Taking notes. Omg, cousin Eddie, let me tell you something. If you now, he, this is me speaking from 1995 <laughs> to 2004, okay? Okay, okay? And, 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 Rochelle, I want you to give me your take from 2014 onward. Nice. Because, and Eddie, mm-hmm. if you were a disciple, if you were a member of this church, and you showed up on a Sunday service or midweek service or any other service, and you sat there listening to the sermon, and if you were not taking notes, <laughs> you bet you, by golly wow, somebody's approaching you talking about yo b. You are you with us or what, Rochelle? What was that like? Did I describe it? Did I describe it accurately, or do you have did. a little different?
0: Well, here's, it is a little different for me because I was born that way. almost. (laughs) I came in that way. I'm from the military detail structure, write down everything, because guess what? Someone's going to teach you one time and then you have to do it. And then you have to teach it very fast, rapid turnaround. So I'm used to very detailed notes. That's just me. I was a nurse. I had to do that. That was me. My husband wasn't though. And I would see that type of messaging. So I would get all over my husband such a peach i am i know so um but i mean how are we ever going to get better if you don't if you don't start taking this seriously how could you possibly be taking this seriously if you're not going to remember anything i mean i became the person (laughs) that would have been yeah out of fear and out of sadness just my my home was dying yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I, I under I understand and that was the the note taking was was serious and yeah. I apologize because I lost your train of thought my bad
0: you know it might come back where's my <laughs> ticket where's my ticket for that ride what were we talking about
1: <laughs> my ticket for that ride <laughs> I'm gonna know. use that because I lose my train of thought all the time <laughs> I'm using that anybody see my ticket? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I remember. Was it about cults? Yeah. Would I use the word mm-hmm. cult? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Look at that. We found our ticket.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> the, I grew into this realization of, oh, for the very simple reason that my focus was on the people and the expectations of the people and not on God. I had a mix, which is what helped me get away and get out. But we're trained to focus on the people. Oh, that's what I was going to say. In a sermon, I had notes. I would hear a lot of times that your feelings, you know, you don't do things on feelings. And I actually don't believe that. There's a whole mixture. I I probably shouldn't even go into that. but, But we do have to listen to those nudges in our soul. And we were being taught to separate those nudges, your intuition, your spirit, with the expectation, the the thing you're supposed to be doing. Uh, There were so many terrible, terrible messages that I learned there. So um, for that very simple reason that we were taught and expected to meet the expectations of the people versus focus solely on God and what is this about and how do I get there? That's why I, I am free to say today that it is a cult, but it took work for me to get there. I was not going to be seen as a bitter person. How can I help people who think I'm just coming out of an attitude? Understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understood. Now,
1: as, and, and here's one thing I would like for you to, to, to tell the audience. You, you came across our program and, and you listened and our stories, like we said, are miles apart, literally. Literally. But for whatever re- for whatever reason, it resonated with you and you were s- speaking with some other people about it because you couldn't believe how similar the experiences were. Can you speak I to that a little bit?
0: Well, the thing is, I listened to all your work. I don't even know how I found you. I'm so thrilled that I did. Similar in that the studies, people weren't told that they, you know, they were in a study and there was this ultimate goal called baptism. Um I am from after the Henry Crete letter. Of course, I've worked with people and, and know a fair amount of what it was like pre-letter. But after letter, um, it was a little different. And it wasn't so explicit that we are the only church. But I I would look up and read the old study books from the Boston church and stuff. And so I, I saw them. Um, so there was that undertone of we are the only church. So whether you're from before the letter or after, that's still kind of there. Um, the the falling away. If if you're not perfect in alignment with the expectations, the falling away. I I even got really stern with someone. The person didn't fall away. They just need you, they didn't fall away from God. They just fell away from ICOC. That's different. Uh those types of terms, the terminology, it's people's experiences. Gosh, I, I have so many things written here. Liz saying that she wasn't. You weren't allowed to think for yourself. Um, So I don't remember who it was, but talking about the, there's a lack of training, but yet they were speaking into people's lives for very severe and intense types of situations that was happening over in New York, it sounds like. And it's still happening over here in the bottom of California.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So many things, um, the marriage parts too. There's a lot of marriage dynamics too, that the man is the head of the house, which, okay, great. However, it doesn't mean that the wife can't be heard sometimes and considered, um, so many different things that I was hearing The I heard the dating because I would work with people from the campus ministry and the dating was similar as far as, you know, there were encouragement dates and it, they were weird and awkward. I had a friend <laughs> that of course I, you know, brought into ICOC who's no longer with them. And, and that was what kicked her out was the, the dating. It was, she hated it. It was weird mm-hmm. and awkward. And, um, it just wasn't natural. There was, there's just so many things, Aldo. I mean, I could probably ramble on for a long time, and that's not necessary. But the lingo and the experiences match across the globe.
1: Yeah, across, across, and I, I think that's the, uh, for me, that's the, the, the biggest takeaway. So, Rochelle, I have one last question for you. Okay. And I would like for you to talk to the listeners for a second and. Okay. And that's the former members of the group, uh, people that were involved in other groups, and people that were just curious about the content of this program, who, <clears throat> who have no skin in the game, as I like to say. Why would the grief recovery program be beneficial? Or even not just the program itself, but the concepts in the program and helping people uh, um, um, deal with grief. Why would it be beneficial? <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's, I think, well, I think the, the most important thing about the grief recovery method for any human in this cult or a different one, or not at all, just curious about what it's like. First of all, we're all grievers. Every single one of us has feelings about something we wish could be different or better, even if it was just a conversation yesterday. There's feelings about that. So, it helps us to recognize our own self and what's going on inside and teaches us how to hear it and listen and what to do with it. So we we really, and part of the action work is finding what we can take ownership for and be truly honest about what's ours, finding what people can take ownership for, um, or, or I'm sorry, what belongs to someone else that we just need to pull out of our heart, kind of like surgery, and then shows us what to go forward. So the benefit of that is realigning ourselves alda let's think about this i think i've heard before alda you have children yes okay so your children when they were born if they were cold at night they were you know they're 1 month old when they're cold at night what do they do they cry yeah and so when they are hungry what do they do they cry they cry and maybe when they're startled what do they do they cry Yeah. For any need at all, they express it and they express it with full volume, louder and louder until somebody responds. Right. They are born in this perfect alignment, emotional self, spiritual self. All the knowledge they have is tell the truth. I have a need and I need it met. They're not thinking to themselves, you know, I wonder it's kind of it's only 3 a.m. I wonder if I should really make this noise right now. I think dad's probably sleeping. They don't do that, right? They tell the truth. But as we get older, we're pulled out of alignment. So the beauty of this work is to put us back into alignment, to listen to the nudges of our spirit and decipher them. And what does that mean? What that does is it teaches us to listen to ourselves better, have a better relationship with ourselves. It teaches us how to have a better relationship with other people. It teaches us step by step how to listen who's ever taught us step-by-step how to listen? I didn't have a class on that. It teaches us um, how to be present for one another and do life with one another without uh, trying to fix or analyze. I I am not the all-knowing human for what's going to help you, Cousin Eddie, or what's going to help you, Aldo. But I can teach you step-by-step what to do to acknowledge it for yourself. So whether you're in a cult or you're not, or you're just curious what this program is about, meaning your podcast, it's always beneficial to have a better relationship with ourself, whatever creator you might believe in or not, and, and then other people. That's always beneficial. Mm-hmm. We live in a world with other people. Uh, yeah. So it's just step-by-step how to do human together
1: you know Rochelle I, I want to thank you for 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 joining us today and and providing us with that insight because it's <clears throat> for season 2 oh, man. man it's it's not all about it's not just about you know people leaving right but it's about what's yeah. next it's about mm-hmm. what's next and about picking up the pieces uh uh to your life it, regardless of how that looks like and I'm very happy that you were able to to, to join us and 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 drop some information for the people, you know, share your story, but also drop some some resources for them for them to uh, to be able to pick up. Uh, I'm definitely going to leave the information for your program at the uh, in the description of this episode. Mm -hmm. And, And and if people want to reach out to you, they most certainly can. But but Rochelle, listen, it's been great. And you've taught me a new term. Because whenever somebody tells me, am I all in? I'm going to be like, yo, I'm balls to the wall, B. I
0: wish I could have taught you something of better quality. I apologize if that's the one. (laughs) No, no,
1: no. That is more than enough. (laughs) Next time on The Reclamation. So, So partially, you know, to kind of be another voice out there, partially to kind of uh, self-therapy, self-therapy yeah. myself. I've made up a word, self-therapy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just think of, I don't know if you ever—if if you guys have seen Coming to America, but just picture... First of, all, first, from- all, first of 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 all, shout out to Coming to America. I don't know the purpose of this Bible study. I'm thinking it's just going to be a bunch of brothers, a bunch of guys, maybe maybe ladies too, getting together to dive into the word and discuss it. That was my, that's what I thought it would be. And most rational people will come to that conclusion.